0: Hello there and welcome to a very special edition of the Tabletop Genesis podcast. Today we'll be focusing on the Genesis Mumma DVD. And the reason we're actually putting this episode out is that a lot of references were made to the DVD during a previous episode which focused upon the Genesis stroke shape stroke mama album. But due to running issues and the fact that we wanted to stay on topic we left a lot of it out what we've done here is compiled some of the material that made reference to the DVD in the previous episode, along with some of the material which
1: we couldn't include. We hope you enjoy it. For kids of my age in the US, and probably a little bit younger, the Mama Tour video in probably 85 or so was played to death on MTV. I watched it every time it came on, and probably videotaped it also off the TV. And it was one of those things that I would just obsessively kind of watch and re watch to really kind of get into the intricacies of this band. And I think, yeah, yeah. think Stacy had a similar experience.
2: Yeah, I, that actually, the, the Mama Tour video was my first encounter with Genesis, although at the time I didn't really know it was Genesis. Um, so when. How old were you then? Uh, I was probably seven. <laughs> Yeah, I was seven years old. So what happened, seven or eight at this point, probably eight, um, you know, so long ago, I can't really remember, but... Three years, I mean... Yeah, yeah. I know, it just flies. So um, I got into No Jacket Required, one of Phil's solo albums, when it came out, and that was, I just fell in love with it. I love, I made my mom and dad play it all the time, and I just fell in love with Phil Collins. And around this time a video store opened up in our neighborhood. And my on the Friday nights, my mom would take my sister Sue and myself to the video store and we could pick one VHS cassette each to watch um, just to keep us quiet, I guess, for the evening. And my sister would go and pick out some Care Bears nonsense or (laughs) Disney video. And I remember walking through one time and I saw the the mama tour cassette and i saw F- phil collins on the cover and i was like oh there's phil collins i know him and i would rent it fell in love with it that was my regular rent every friday for quite a while i can uh, i remember i should ask my mom actually uh, then she then has a memory of this i was 7 that's
0: pretty precocious watching yeah. isn't it
2: i was obsessed with music um my i have i remember When I was very young, like younger than even that, when I when my mom wanted some alone time or she had to do something, she would just sit me in the living room with the radio on and I would just sit there and listen. So she could go in the kitchen. She could take a shower. She could like. So the, the radio was my babysitter. And I remember hearing That's All. And I used to call it the black and white song. And, um, I remember asking my mom once and I didn't understand what, how radio worked. I was just asking, I was like, mom, can you make them play the black and white song for me? <laughs> Again, not, oh. not knowing it was Genesis. Oh. I just heard Phil Collins. I thought it was a Phil Collins oh. song. I thought, you know, it was, it was Phil and I, you know, so you imagine my surprise years later getting this album, um, after I got Invisible Touch for my ninth birthday present. Um... <laughs> And hearing the black, I saw, you know, looking at the tracks, I could read at this point, so um, (laughs) I'm very proud of myself. I was reading through the tracks, I'm like, okay, I I didn't recognize it, but when That's All started, I was like, the black and white song! (laughs) It was amazing. So, yeah, Genesis, I mean, has always been a part of my life, whether I knew it or not, I guess. Yeah,
1: I think it was for me, you know, seeing, you know, the That's All in the Mama videos on MTV a lot, that that was probably my first real awareness really the That's All video, of, oh, there's this band called Genesis, and it's separate from Phil Collins.
3: Right.
1: Uh, Because I think Phil was well-known enough there within the air tonight and maybe a couple other things that, like, I kind of became aware of both of them at the same time when I was, you know, 12, 13, that age. Yeah, me too. Growing up in Argentina, Mm. again, all the music video shows on TV Ah, uh, they would show you know, Mama Tour, you mm-hmm. know, uh, parts, you know, songs like, uh and
2: so yeah, and then I would rent the videos, the VHS as yeah. well. Not every Friday though, but, <laughs> but qu- quite often You're because I'd right. go to my to my auntie's place that they have a video, and
1: yeah. uh, So I would rent that and Three Sides Live too, and yeah. I loved it. And again, I fell in love with Phil Collins, you know. Oh. So it was it was lovely. I was like, oh, this, this, I need to get this 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 cassette. <laughs>
3: we were talking about the, the mama video. I think it, it played a big part in all of our fandom oh, yeah. of this, yeah, of this definitely band. Definitely. And it is kind of like, I, you know, if I had a shelf where, where I could have shining lights on it, you know, in a, <laughs> in a spotlight, I would probably put it up there because I did watch the crap out of that once I found it yeah. and bought yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And as great as it was, I think when I found out what they left off of it, hmm. I was kind of really pissed because yeah. they left off some great stuff on it. It, First of all, they left off the opener Dodo. Yes. Mm-hmm. They left off the first old medley. Right. They left off Follow You, Follow Me. Right.
1: They left and, off Los Endos.
3: And Los Endos. Oh. I mean, ha- there's, right. those are like... It's Misunderstanding was left off of that. Yeah, I mean, well, that's okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> that's, okay. Even,
1: that was Los the Los first Endos? encore. Oh. And just seeing these songs with this light set up to see this stage show, mm-hmm. even though these songs, many of them had been on Three Sides Live... To And the first old medley, too, to not have these on the video were just really, really disappointing. Mm. So
0: Were they actually videoed or was it literally were, i.e. are they sitting in an archive somewhere? I
1: mean, yeah. I would think they'd have to be filmed because they wouldn't know, starting off, which songs they'd be using on the video necessarily. They played Four Nights at Birmingham that they used for the video. I would think that they didn't just record 70 minutes of the show that not consecutively. I'm just thinking
0: whether or not there could conceivably be technical issues and stuff. There's a classic example of that when Godly and Cream videoed the police doing a synchronicity concert and they did one night where the guys were all dressed in white (laughs) and it was an absolute disaster. So the second night they put some colored clothes on them. And I think one of the things I was thinking about is it could conceivably be that they played these songs and maybe there just wasn't the spirit about those oh, songs it
1: could that be working. You know, it could be. And I, I would just hope that maybe in a vault somewhere, at some point, these might see the light of day somewhere.
2: Mm. Yeah, I was really surprised that when they did the reissue in 2006, 2007, right. whatever, um, that they weren't as, like, bonus tracks or yeah.
1: on there. From what I understand, and this is, you know, unfortunate, you know, fans who are real fans of the band always want these live videos to, to come out. But they're, they're honestly not big sellers. And kind of going back into the archives, wherever these films might be, even if, if they even know where they are at this stage, because it wasn't like the band kept the, these films, it would be probably cost prohibitive to go in and do that now. You know, even Peter Gabriel talked about with the Live in Athens video that they did go back in and pull songs that, you know, hadn't been on there. They basically had a ton of film to go through. And I think he wasn't exaggerating the weight. Mm -hmm. He said it was a literal ton of film to go through with this. Because again, when it's, you know, five hammers shooting over multiple nights, these generate a lot of material. So yeah, I would love to see even just an, I would just love a professional audio release of this tour. What I've heard of on bootlegs and also some of the radio shows where Dodo was included as on King Biscuit, it's like, oh, I would, I, I would kill to have these professionally done. So, mm. you know, hopefully someday that will happen. Would I be right in
0: agreeing that everybody around this table has watched the shit out of this? Yeah. this oh, yeah. <laughs> I know where almost every single cut is coming yes. up. I you yeah. know, that, that, oh, I know yeah. the beats on which those cuts... I know that on Illegal Alien... Chester Thompson does not have his snare properly on his snare drum, and so for the first couple of beats, it's going doink, doink, and then he gets it on, and then he goes pack, pack ah, like that. And, and it's also the only tour in which Tony Banks is in the middle yep.
1: yes.
3: yes. of the right. stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Which I think is a cool setup, and I think they decided maybe he decided after that tour that it wasn't that cool for him. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want to sit to...
3: between two yeah. drummers. It,
0: was, no, yeah. it, had, it had something to do with the fact that yeah, Collins and, and Thompson didn't want to be that far separated. Yeah, they, right. the visual
2: another. cue that yeah. they right. need to have with each yeah. other. I'm feeling that was difficult. And um, it was the
0: very first time that I ever yeah. saw that they did the Slipper Men as a trio.
3: Right, and it's just the three
0: of them yeah. playing. Yeah, it yeah. For that yeah. yeah. That yeah. section... I, I'd never got it uh, you know right. I'd, I'd heard it on three sides I've always assumed the full band was playing
1: yeah. yeah well that's the thing about Genesis and and some of these instrumental bits is that you don't quite know that it's only the three of them at times mm-hmm. uh, like in cinema show that it's yeah, only the three yeah, of yeah. them uh, Sorry,
0: I, it's yeah. cinema show right No, but you're right about Slipperman yeah. too is yeah. that
1: yeah. that is only the three oh, of them really? I mean, Daryl comes in at the end with some guitar. Oh, yeah, yeah. But just segueing into Afterglow, but yeah, that's my guitar impersonation. (laughs) But that's uh, a guitar. uh, Yeah, not a cat. (laughs) Is he okay? Does he need help over there? I know. It's a little bit of a seizure, I think. But yeah, I think that those are the neat bits. And I remember, you know, even seeing them live, you know, playing I Can't Dance, where it's just for the first half of the song, just the three of them. And I'm like, that's really cool that there are things that they can do. Fading lights that they were able to play in '92 with just the three of them on stage for ten minutes. Fantastic, because that's the band there. Daryl and Chester are great, but I think you know when it comes down to the guys who are creating the music, it's the three of them in that in that setup.
3: And with the uh, saying, you know, regretting the loss of the old medley on the video for the tour, they were actually experimenting with that old medley through the course of that tour. It actually evolved, and I have some boots here. Very early in the tour, the old medley was 11th Earl of Mar, Squonk, and then Firth of Fifth. Wow. Ah. That was in late 83. And then when it got to early 84, they changed it to 11th Earl of Mar, Behind the Lines, Firth of Fifth, and then the end of Musical box. Wow. Mm. And by the time they reached the end of the tour... It was 11th Earl of Mar, Lamb Lies Down on Broadway, Firth of Fifth, and Musical Box ending.
0: God damn you, Genesis! (laughs) (laughs) That was a a medley
1: that that did change around a little bit, and one of the early ones on that tour had a bit of ripples in it, too. Really? Yeah, I mean, that was a a medley that I think of almost as a precursor to the 92 medley that Mm -hmm. kind of took some different music because they did Firth of Fifth, Lamb was in there, Musical Box was in there at times. Um, Sometimes 11th Earl of Morrow was just kind of the instrumental opening. Sometimes they do the first verse of it. You know, it's really great stuff. And I wish that the Genesis would... Hey, Dan, you know, it's been, you know, at this point, eight years since the last tour anyway, and they probably aren't going to tour again. But that was... I wish that they would do medleys like that, that they could play around with different things each night, just for their own sake.
0: I have a very love-hate relationship with medleys. Mm-hmm. I recognise... Yeah. That there is a huge body of work right. from which they have to pick in, and unless you're going to do a three and a half hour show, right. you can't play. You can't please everybody. Right. Yeah. On the other side, medley suck. Hey, Amen. <laughs> sorry, yeah. just, there's right. no getting around it. But I recognise
1: that that's the best solution to a crappy right. yeah. problem. At least really. you hear bits of things. Yeah. So yeah, I, that was with '92 tour. It was like some people were really sad that in the cage wasn't in the set anymore, and I was like. I like the song I've heard it enough mm-hmm. that's the same thing I thought in 2007 I like In the Cage had they done another old medley in its place would have been fine I would not have said oh too bad they didn't play In the Cage
2: no uh, I mean so. yeah the medley you could do a medley but if you don't do any other old song at least one in its entirety that's yeah. To me, it's...
3: Uh, well, I think yeah. there's one we can wrap up with. The Elephant in the Room with the Mama tour. is It's known as three words among Genesis circles. That damn medley.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
3: when they decided, for the first time in their touring history, right. to do a medley of non-Genesis songs. Oh.
2: Yeah. Which is, you know... During Turn On Again,
3: yeah. During Turn On Again, they were going to a lot of, you know, Pinball Wizard. Yeah. Uh, what else did they go to? The uh, Culture Club. Karma, yeah. Karma Chameleon. Karma Chameleon, Karma
2: Chameleon and Blues Brothers.
0: Brothers
1: and yeah. Blues Brothers. Is, I think that's one of those things that works
2: live. It works but, if you're there and right. drunk yeah. and stoned. And you know, interesting, <laughs> you
0: know, yeah. Interestingly enough, that medley dates worse than their actual older right. material. Yeah, yeah
1: certainly. Yeah. And most of the time, I, I think it was only on the, the video that they kind of, at least in 83, and 84 that they threw in some modern songs into that. I think in 86, 87, it was all older songs. Mm-hmm. They, I think they kind of wised up. Maybe doing Culture Club was not the smartest. Every, every Breath You Take. Every Breath oh, yeah, You Take yeah. in there. Oh, and yeah. so, um,
0: Pinball Wizard?
1: Yeah, yeah. Pin, well, Pinball Wizard was an older one, at mm-hmm. least. But those, those ones, you know... Yeah, Every Breath You Take is, is a classic
3: song. Now, I'm not do done, we know I,
1: why they do these medleys with... No, Genesis songs. I think it was just no, fun. I like, they want old, to be funny. Or... The time it's taking
3: up, they could have played another yes. classic. fast. Well, because I, 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 I
1: think maybe they don't have enough material of Genesis. No, so they have to <laughs> re- resort
0: to other bands.
3: Between the big shows, they were supplementing their wages by doing
0: pub gigs. <laughs>
3: right, <and> doing. All <laughs> right. they needed was Weird Al to come on with an accordion. It would have been one of his polka mixes. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably yeah.
1: But I, I, but I'll, I'll be honest. When I bought that illegal alien twelve-inch single. And they had that medley on the bat with Turn it on again. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> they are fantastic. I did and and I thought it was great that they did all these other songs. but then I think as a fan as you get deeper into it, you think, oh, you know, they spent seven minutes doing these this medley. they could have played blah. In that space, mm-hmm. they could have played Lamla's Down, they could have played Silver Rainbow, they could have played something else mm-hmm. that was new, something else that was old. Well, I think they were having a bit of fun. That's the yeah. thing, I'm and I think a that's no, yeah. not
3: allowed. <laughs> not allowed. No. That's what I said. It
1: works as it, it works when, and Stacey said it too, it works you're when there, you're there in the show and you're enjoying yourself. Yeah. As a repeated experience, it doesn't quite work.
0: No, as well,
2: and on the DVD, so. yeah, I mean. Yeah.
1: The one thing that I really love
0: from that DVD, and it has been remarked by other fans, is the opening to *Illegal Alien*, where <laughs> Phil has got the the great big ghetto blaster, yes. <laughs> and it's. I just love the little nod that they play a little bit of nine oh one two five. you know, they 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 play o, owner of a lonely yeah. heart, yeah. and uh, that's a really nice little touch. Like you oh, know, yeah. w- w- it's one of our contemporaries. They're in the charts right. as well. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh-huh.
1: they've been around forever too. Yeah. So. Right, right. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks again for listening, everybody. It's been fantastic to talk about Genesis Mama Shapes with you all. The piano album. The piano album, (laughs) as as Tom calls it. We will be back again with whatever album we decide to talk about next. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at Genesis Tabletop. You can find us on Facebook under Tabletop Genesis. You can find us on the web at tabletopgenesis.com. And you can write an old-fashioned email to us at genesis at gmail.com. And so we're all over the place. Who knows? We may have Instagram by the time you, uh, you next find us. You can even find us on Tinder, maybe. Uh, so if you want to date the whole group, you know where to find us. So we'll be back next time with more detailed commentary on some Genesis album. And have a great time. Enjoy the rest of your day, week, month, year. Thank you very much.